Hello, 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 everybody. This is DJ Iguana here with Glitter for the Brains. We are having some special guests today over here. We have Keenan from Limbo in the house and his hello. manager, Mo, and Sam, which is part of the entourage <laughs> here. So he's here on the side just like recording everything. So before we start talking and have the interview, we're just going to like play a song and then we're going to start talking. So this is Noel by Keenan from Limbo. It dropped February 1st, so stream it on spotify apple music and every single other platform but this is noel enjoy i don't think that i can go what's there for me and you have me too high up you made my nose bleed are you here it's hard to tell then again i know you I want you close and let you do it again I want you close and let you do it again I ain't drinking all the more pills Shawty, I ain't know my name Just the blood got spilled I'm sorry you had to shine Burn parties in your throat If you ever think about how you make me So I'm going to start out by saying I really, really love this song. Dude. I actually have been listening to it every single day since you dropped it on Spotify. Oh so I really like it. Shout out to Keenan. I appreciate and, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like, first of all, before we start talking, just like both of you introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit more about like who you are. Okay. And yeah. All right. Well, my name's Keenan. I go by Keenan from Limbo. Uh, I don't know. How do I describe myself? I... I mean, I'm a musician. I make music. I'm a producer. I'm also, like, I guess a curator. I, like, throw raves in Philly, if you've ever been to any of those. And uh, I don't know. I'm just overall, like, a creative, I guess. I don't really know how to, like, describe <laughs> myself. It's just, like, I'm just me, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I got Mo right here with me, my manager. Hi, my name is Mo, Mo Witcher. Um, I'm Keenan's acting manager as of right now. Um, I helped... Uh, basically executive produced this album, um, helped put everything together, um, mastered every track on it, and um, it's honestly been one of the most fulfilling projects I've worked on so far, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear everything else we have in store. So can you tell us a little bit, like, how this album came together? Like, <laughs> what was the process, or basically, like, when did you actually start thinking about making this album? <laughs> All right. So, like, 
I wish I could be like, oh my god, like I had like we just started putting this together. We like worked so hard, blah blah. blah. But we did no, we did work hard on it. But it's just like to be honest, completely honest, like this project came together because I didn't even think about like I didn't think about putting this together at all. Pretty much, Mo randomly was like, "Yo, you gotta put something out," you know. And he, Mo's been rocking my music for like a long time, ever since we started doing Rage together, and like. I don't know, like, pretty much, Mo was like, yo, I need you to put music out. So he was like, send me all the music you got right now. Every finished track that you got, send it to me. So, like, I did that. Like, I sent all Mo my music, and he pretty much, like, was like, I like this song, this song, this song, and this song. And I was like, yo, I'm ready to do it. And at first, I was, like, uncomfortable about the idea of putting music out because I'm really, I'm really, like, kind of shy and stuff when it comes to, like, my art. But um, I don't know. I know, I like, for some reason, I was, like, to have someone like Mo be like super excited about my music, it like made me like feel like yo, I need to like do this for like my friends that believe in me, you know. And that's how it came to be. Like it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like thought out like for like weeks or anything like that. It was just that Mo was like, "Bro, you got to put something out." <laughs> so as soon as I was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, "I'm I'm down." So I just started taking it serious, and I like put all my songs together, and then we came out with this like project. <laughs> it was like super like I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Uh... I'm definitely, when it comes to music, I'm definitely more of the philosophy that, like, you should make a hundred songs mm-hmm. and pick the best five rather than, you know, just make five songs yeah, and work yeah, super yeah. hard on them. And I didn't know Keenan made music for the longest time. Like, we had known each other for a while, and um, randomly one day I decided to click on the, the link tree in his Instagram bio, and I kind of yelled at him the next time I saw him because most people that... um kind of push their music and put it in your face um not to say that you know it's not of any substance but like i i just i could clearly see that he didn't know how talented he was in and of himself so um i kind of decided to put a fire underneath him and motivate him to you know put together something cohesive and because he had been making music for years already he had uh, arsenal of you know unfinished projects and ideas so it wasn't really too hard to pick up from there and put something very cohesive together from what he had already made yeah yeah i can confirm i've heard mo multiple times just like hype up your music and he's like your biggest fan yeah. but le- yeah i think I don't know. I'm very curious. Like, I've heard that you've performed before in Philly. And I'm just wondering, like, how come you chose to perform music to people like that was unreleased, but you never actually wanted to put it out? So what was the like, what was the meaning behind it? Like, you just wanted to perform for the community or you just like it was kind of like a preparation for the stuff you're going to release in the future? All right. So how I started performing Mo again, you know, Mo was like, yo, you got to do a show. You got music. But I think the reason I, like, chose to perform and not put music out yet is because, like, I didn't know how it was going to be perceived, pretty much. You know, like, I don't know. If, like, I, th- all right, so comedians do this thing, right, where they, like, like comedians that do, like, big, like, giant, like, uh, what do you call it? Stadiums like sta- Stadiums and stuff like that. This, those same comedians I heard, they go to, like, little small, like, uh, bars or something mm-hmm. where there's only, like, 20 people in the crowd to, like, test their material. Mm-hmm. So I thought of it like that. I'm like, I want to make sure I like all the music that I've done at shows was all like pretty much different songs that I haven't put out yet. 
And I just wanted to see how people reacted. I was like, I'm going to play this song in this show, play this song in this show, and see, like, what songs make people the hypest. Like, what songs mm-hmm. do they like? But start, like, so pretty much that's how it was. And, like, I was sending Mo, like, my, like, lineup of songs I wanted to do. And pretty much all the songs I want to project now are some of the songs I feel like people, like, receive, perceive the best, you know? And um, I don't know. Like, I feel like performing is different than, like, putting out music, if that makes sense. Like, putting out music, I'm not... I think what makes me uncomfortable about putting out music, because it's like, I was talking to Sam earlier, the other Sam, this is my our homie Sam, is that, like, the weird thing about putting out music is, like, you never know how people are going to, like, perceive it. Like, you want people to think a certain thing when you put music out, but you never know what people are going to be thinking. And But when you get to perform live, you get to, like, like look at people in the face and be mm-hmm. like, all right, you, like, get what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't get what I'm you saying. You get the immediate You get the immediate reaction, reaction you know what I mean? Like, there's some songs I didn't think was a hype song, and people were like, oh. I don't know. I just like the experiment. Like, pretty much is just, like, experimenting, and performance is, like, experimenting. You get the immediate feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can say I've seen Keenan perform in a basement in North Philly, and yeah. it was definitely very entertaining, and yeah. I really, like, I don't know. Did you feel like, like, right now you're, like, more ready to perform the music that you have out, or is it a different feeling for you when you think about it? I don't, it's it's pretty much the same. Like, I, I'm still nervous to perform my stuff. But I feel like this time, like, I have a show coming up on the 18th. Um, Is it the 215, like, fashion? Uh, yeah, yeah, fashion yeah, yeah, mag okay. show. Yeah, that's going to be the show I'm performing on the 18th. And, like, I'm a little bit more nervous now about performing only because it's, like, before it was just, like, I went into it blindly. Now I'm just, like, all right, these songs are coming out. I really hope people like these, like, like this music. Because, like, some of these songs people haven't heard yet, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, There's a few, like, Noel, the song you just played. That was a song I made just before a promo video mm-hmm. for a rave we did back in the uh, early summer. And I just made that song because I was like, we need a song for a promo video. And people, like, liked it a lot. But the rest of the music is, like, fresh songs that no one has ever heard. So I think I was contradicting myself. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people haven't heard. Yeah. 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 Do you want to add anything? I was just going to add that, like, um, this this isn't... But this isn't by any means the first uh, music uh, Keenan has dropped, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's loads of stuff on his SoundCloud. This is just the first project that we are, uh, quote-unquote, actively marketing and actively promoting, which makes it a lot different when you're just yeah. putting a song out to have it out as opposed to putting it out to promote it. Yeah, it's like for... Like, we're purposely doing this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a habit of putting music out and just taking it off of SoundCloud. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm, I get, like, very, like, shy and, like, uncomfortable with my art. Yeah, and I, t- and I yell at him every time. Yeah, and I text just, him. And I'm, like, why can't I hear the song anymore? Why is it not on SoundCloud? Yeah. It's no, important. It's, yeah. like, your music's very good. I, I love, it. like, that's why I invited you. I really like this, like, new sound. And yeah. in terms of that, I wanted to ask you, like, Cause to me, a lot of the stuff that you play reminds me of like Echo Two K, like oh, yeah? Dream Gang, Porter <laughs> oh, Robinson. Oh, oh, oh. So oh okay. I'm just, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering, like, what do you think, like, in terms of what inspires you to make okay. this type of sound? Cause I know, like, just so everybody knows, like, Keenan recorded these on his phone. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So pretty much, like. That's crazy that you said Echo 2K. <laughs> so Porter Robinson, actually, shout out Pump Fake, shout out Eve. I've actually, I learned of Porter Robinson recently, and, like, I would definitely say since I learned about Porter Robinson, 
uh, he has has had an effect on my music. But since like high school, I was listening to like Blade and like Young mm-hmm. Lean mm-hmm. and like Echo Two K. <laughs> so I feel like they might they definitely got like an inspiration. They definitely inspired me to make the music I make now. But like the person who like inspired me the most to like pretty much like lock into this certain sound of like. I would call it, like, hyper-pop, but I'm trying to, like, press it and do, like, other stuff, too. But it was, like, Sophie. Like, after... Oh, yeah, for sure. After after she died, I, um... Like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, yo, I gotta keep going with this sound. Like, a lot of people didn't even know who she was. A lot of people didn't know anybody off of, um like, PC music or anything, mm-hmm. anything like that. There's a lot of people on that uh, label. But, um, after, after she died, I was like, yo, I want to, like, lock in and make hyper-pop. I want to make, like, crazy-sounding music, music that's not perfectly, like, in tune, perfectly, like, engineered. I want to make, like, music that's, like, out there because she was she was out there. She didn't, like, a lot of her music was, like, you have to, like, you have to, like, be into it to, like, if that makes sense. And after that, I was, like, it gave me the confidence to just put music out, you know. And Mo, you know, like, Mo is, like, super important to, like, helping me put music out, so... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like with this sound, with what you said about Sophie, like yeah. she produced for so many super so big many artists, people. like Rihanna. Vince Staples and Rihanna, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. that sound is so engraved. You're so crazy. Not to cut you off. No, I no, heard, no, no worries. I heard, I heard. It could be a rumor, but I don't know. Is I heard on the internet yeah. and from a friend that Sophie produced a song for Young Thug. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if it's true or not I don't to know if be it's true fair i've seen that on like yeah. hip-hop like on right? reddit hip-hop yeah, so yeah. i don't know it might be true if that's true i'm a melt like that was so crazy <laughs> that's true but i saw yeah. that picture of like rihanna and sophie a few days ago yeah. and everybody's like rihanna's not gonna drop that song ever we're just gonna have this picture to remember it but that's sad but yeah I hope, I hope she does but just to know that these, these people are like coming in contact is like inspiring you know what i mean like i seen a picture you see that picture with, with young lean and like uh kanye yeah yo, from yo, yesterday that was crazy yo. that that makes me happy because i'm like yo like part the like the hipster in me is just like oh my god they're about to be mainstream now but like <laughs> what are they doing together yeah, like something like, has yeah. to be going on so for them to be does together. that mean that kanye knows blade like i wonder <laughs> now does that mean that kanye knows blade uh Oh, uh, what's his name? Not I was about to say Young Thug. Future was rocking Blade merch in a music yeah. video like years ago, and I thought that was crazy. I'm like, do they like? But I'm also like, do they have time to tune into artists like that, or do they just like have like publicists or like A and Rs that are just like, yo, you gotta peep this, like yeah, where this, really where know. this, is, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is, are they like generally listening to like Blade and like stuff like that? I would like to think the latter. Like I hope they are. Yeah. I wanted to ask you like because you've been a part of like Keenan's music for a long time like yes. what what do you think are like like what does Keenan's music sound like to you from like the, an outside perspective I would like to I would love to hear this that's a loaded you question alright so <laughs> that's a that's kind of a loaded question I mean no two songs are the same um but there's similar snowflakes similar yeah they, they're all they're little snowflakes each and every one of them but they do the, the 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 most consistent thing throughout all of his music that I've noticed is it's very sincere. Um, I feel like um, you can really tell when somebody's trying hard to make a song sound good. Um, and I when I when I first listened to Keenan's music, it was very tasteful in that sense. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, but um. No, what do you what do you think? Like, what do you like? I don't know. I feel like is I feel like that's a good response. Like what? I don't know. Like I know. Like is this like I know Mo loves my music. Yeah, like, I can't. I'm just trying to. It's hard to like. It's hard to to put it into a genre or yeah. or something like that. There's to just, me, it sounds like very like to me. It sounds like we're in space for in real. Space? Yeah, that, yeah. See, the only the only ways I, like I could figure to describe it are so abstract. Yeah, exactly. I just can't. I can't really put it into into concrete words. I, like I feel like the music speaks for itself more than anything else. I feel like um, it's 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 a feeling more than anything you can describe, and you just need to listen to it to understand. At the end of the day. Yeah, I, I want to, like, I'm I'm super curious in that, too. Like, I feel like, I don't know if we're going to put it in the next song, but I want to, like, I want to, like, ask y'all, I know it's, I, I don't, I know it's your interview, but I want to ask y'all, like, what do you, what initial thought did you get? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, I really want to know that. Like, that's, like, a burning question in my head. Like, what did you think I mean? Like, when, I, when you listen to, like, Noel or, like, anything, you know? Yeah, we're gonna play the next song, and after that, we can talk about all of this. But before that, you're listening to, you're listening to WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM, Drexel University's free format non-commercial radio station. This is DJ Iguana, and you're listening to Glitter for the Brains. And we're gonna play. So the next three songs that we're gonna play are actually unreleased from Keenan's album that drops that drops February twenty fourth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. February twenty fourth. February twenty fourth. Black on History Month. Let's go. Yes, first song <laughs> drop like first day of Black History Month, and then like towards the end of Black History Month. But the right, next dude. song we have playing is called First Rodeo. So enjoy.
<laughs> right, Shadow E. <laughs> but this is my absolute favorite song from your album. Yeah. I love it so much. I like that. the intro is like yeah. one of my favorite things yeah. ever. I listen to hyperpop like all the time. Yeah. It's one of my favorite genres. But That's this song is just like so. How to explain it? Like. Like how you said that you don't do like super polished music. Like yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. polished in the perfect way That's, to me. I, pre I love that. I appreciate that. Like it sounds very not industrial, but yeah. you know how I don't know. Okay, this is a very bad analogy, but I was just about to say, you know how like Detroit hip hop sounds very like, yeah. like very yo, unpolished. Yo. Speaking of Detroit, yo. shout out, <laughs> shout out Detroit, yeah. shout out all my homies back yeah. in West Detroit. Yeah, you know. Mo, I, Mo put me on to Detroit rap, <laughs> low key. That's crazy. But um, yeah. now I have like um a little bit of um you know more loaded topic to talk about. I feel like. KDU is a lot about like community outreach and stuff mm. like that. And we do a lot of stuff about community and we have a I lot of that. electronic DJs here and we've been like in the electronic music scene for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And you both over here, like you throw some of the like <laughs> biggest rave that raves that people in Philly go to. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a big part of Philly culture that it's not like it mainly stays on Instagram and is mostly very niche and for people who like really know about you guys yeah, yeah, but yeah. i really want like both of you to like break down this whole like philly scene yeah. the raves the like alt escape or odd domain or anything oh, else yeah you're trying first of all when you first said you, know, you have a lot of electric djs here i was like automatically i was like put me on i want to <laughs> know because i'm always trying to find like new people in philly who mm -hmm. spend just to give them like a shot you know to like come to the raves and mm -hmm. Uh, that's actually how we the a big part of the reason we started throwing events yeah. too is because we have we know so many of our friends that are super talented you know yeah. what i mean shout out shout out vic who was president of <laughs> autoscape i'm i'm electing her president yeah. i elected her president of autoscape and shout out jules too yeah shout, shout out jules, jules shout out jules shout out vic denny um yeah that was a big part of the reason we started throwing shows in the first place because we just have so many talented friends so many super talented friends right. um that aren't getting, in our opinion, the opportunities that they deserve. And um, we just wanted to, you know, put something together for them, to give them an opportunity, you know. And uh, when it's all in-house, mm -hmm. it's kind of, it, it works out really well, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like most said, we just wanted to see our friends get a shot. And, like, we're super, like, anti-establishment, like, if that makes I don't want to, like get too radical or political but we're like pretty much anti-establishment so like same here at katie yeah, so KDU. we're we're here with you so we're like and hopefully i don't get in trouble for this for saying this but we're like we're pretty much giving our friends jobs like we're we're picking out people that we know that we love and like they're already our family to like spend at raves so we're able to like pay them like mm -hmm. all of our all the money that we get from the raves go to the people that help us out put it on you know mm -hmm. like um there's a lot of us that put this stuff on like now we're part of um our domain shout out carla shout out rachel shout out db mars uh bruno shout out shout out everyone shout out aaron shout out jared shout out claire shout out shout taylor out Mo, shout out taylor for sure shout out taylor like shout out i'm not i'm, I'm not missing it's too many people today there's a lot of people shout out patty you know shout out a lot of people that it, have it been, takes it takes a lot of people to get like any of this done you know yeah for sure too and many people to name and we're just like yo we want to work like a co-op we're trying to like no one of us is like the face of the raves no one of us is like 
the like CEO or anything like that. We just like we're like, yo, we want to give our friends jobs because we all love raves. We all love EDM music. We all love hyper pop. We all love like just music. So we're like, yo, like we're trying to do it from the muscle. You don't need yeah. we don't need any sponsorships. We don't need any like OGs in mm-hmm. the game. We just need us to like do a DIY. Yeah. And you've been really successful. Yeah, and like the, um, it just, and I feel like the fact that we, um, initially started this, w- not with, uh, exactly the goal of pulling huge crowds yeah. or making exorbitant amounts of money, but to just give people opportunities, I think that organic, sincere, um, outlook on it is a big part of the reason it took off as much as it did, and it kind of like. Snowballed. Got yeah, it snowballed. It's yeah. like it's like to a point where n- n- like the two of us or the three of us couldn't couldn't control it anymore, and we needed to start bringing more and more people in to help out through these events. Um, it kind of grew into something that was bigger than any one of us individually, and I'm just excited to see where it goes from there. Yeah, we got big things on the way. Can you tell me a little bit about? The lore, Can the I origin story. Yeah, I, go for it. All right, all right. So honestly, we have a friend. We all had a friend in common who, I'm, we're not gonna name, but uh, our, cause yeah, uh, <laughs> we had a friend in common. So pretty much, I came to them and was like, "Yo, like I want to throw raves," and this person was like, "Yo, I have a friend who also is in there throwing parties," and that person was Mo, and then it was another person. They were like, "It was Vic." So like, I think it was like one night that I invited. Mo to like a party right mm-hmm. it was like to my friend Soro's like house party and there's people DJing there and I was like yo like bro I want to throw raves mm-hmm. and Mo was like yo I'm down with it like Mo was like down with it and he was on and he was on board like you were, you were like rocking a lot of people at the time I remember yeah. and everybody that you were with was down to help and do what they needed to do and then I like I talked to Vic and me and Vic met outside of like I think it was like the Barbary some somewhere in Philly and Joel C was there too and we were like outside. I was like smoking a cigarette. And we were just geeking. We were like, yo, I wanna throw raves, I wanna throw raves. <laughs> and Vic was on the same type wave. She was like, I was just talking about this to Jules. And we were just like it was like mad like organic. It was just like mm-hmm. homies who were just like, We wanna throw raves together. And it's just like and that's how it happened. Vic came up with the name Auto Escape and then we just took off from there. And that led into like us throwing like mad shows, mad events. Me and Mo throwing like some like trap rap shows at like Apple the John oh and now in Chinatown yeah, Apple Tree Street yeah like hell it down getting people like Teth like Teth was on the other day mm-hmm. yeah shout, shout out Teth shout out Teth shout out to R one boys R one was pulling up they were doing their thing at the ribs and stuff and then COVID hit and then uh, yeah and you got me to do you're the reason it sparked back up I don't know if you even know that yo <laughs> Mo was the reason it sparked back up because after when COVID hit we were so like distraught because we like auto skate was like major you know it was like mm-hmm. taking it off a lot of people was coming through yeah it was like, like it was like our main focus up. yeah it was our main yeah. focus at the time it, it was a lot of momentum yeah. with it but you took a trip remember you took a trip and the reason i feel like it got to the point it is now is because when you took that trip you were like yo i want to throw a rave when we get back yeah and i was like bet i'm down to help put that john on mm-hmm. while you were away things connected you came back and that was like the rave i think the spark of this like new like mm-hmm. this boom, new wave yeah know? um yeah it was like i said before it, it it didn't take long for for it to kind of spiral kind of out of our control yeah um 
That's crazy. The people started demanding yeah. <laughs> more and more shows. And, like, I remember uh, after, you know, uh, the COVID lockdowns first happened, I remember, like, half a year to a year into COVID, uh, the, the COVID lockdown, people were still asking me, like, yo, when's the next show? When's the next show? And um, I took a trip. I went to I went to London for a little bit. And when I came back, that's when I was talking to Keenan. And I was like, you know, maybe it's time now because a lot of, you know, restrictions were easing back up at the time. This was before Delta yeah. and before the, the re-lockdown. <laughs> Omar, yeah. yeah, and Om- Omicron. But um, I was like, I think I think it, it might be time now. So we decided to throw something uh, outside, and uh, we found we found a sick spot um, outdoors in near Fairmount Park, mm-hmm. and we threw um, this outdoor rave called Where the Wild Things Are, and that was coincidentally also the rave that Keenan made Noel for, yeah. um, as a promotional song, and. Uh yeah, it just it just picked up from there once again. Um we have a show going on tomorrow actually. Yeah. Um if you want to find out anything about it, you could go to odd.domain on Instagram or Keenan from Limbo's Instagram. Yeah, photo and Didn't that Ray from Fairmount just end up in the news like in the newspaper oh, actually? That, yeah, it, it did. <laughs> it did. did. It did. I'm not going to lie. That was like a blessing. It was a blessing more. Th- oh, sorry. It was a blessing more so than anything. But it kind of that rave. It was amazing. Like, uh, like over a thousand people pulled up, and we were not expecting that. Yeah. It was so crazy. Yeah. I thought overall it was a really good night, but we got a lot of backlash from that. From like a lot of like the OGs in the game and the older people that have been doing raves for a long time, and like I feel like. Up until that point, I thought everything was sweet. Mm-hmm. But then I got into, and then when people started, like, I, we had a little bit of bad backlash just about, like, just, like, having the numbers that we did. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. think that raves and stuff like that should be really niche and, like, small numbers and, like, hush-hush. And Gate kept. Like, and we had a lot of people pull up. And during that night, actually, it was crazy. Carla and Rachel were throwing another rave, which we, like, that's how we first met with mm-hmm. them. But, um... Yeah, so we started, that kind of sparked the ongoing bait, debate now that's happening, like, should raves be large, or should they be, like, more, like, quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to and be chill. fair, like, I personally have gone to a lot of the raves that you guys threw, mm-hmm. and I, like, come from Romania, which I have been to a lot of, like, super big festivals and very big raves and super, like, underground events, yeah. and I feel like this debate is mostly like what i feel about the music industry in general like i feel like the less gatekeeping it is like the better so if you have like exactly like if you're i don't like like gatekeeping music or gatekeeping events i feel like that's just like a part of the past or like people who used to think that they were hipsters back in the day. They were like, oh, we're going to this event with like 50 people. I feel mm-hmm. like the, today it should be the exact opposite. Like that's why we have music popping off on TikTok because it's very good and it's like for everybody and you don't need to keep it like super underground. And with the raves, because I was like making an analogy with that, to me, like the fact that I went to your event and like that masquerade thing had like 2,000 people or something, like yeah. that was amazing. Mm-hmm. The fact that like some 20-year-olds from Philly were able to do that and were able yeah. to like pull that through. I feel like that even speaks for how, like, 
united the Philly community actually is and how like we need to keep this gatekeeping stuff away from our mentality. Yeah, I love that you say it because it's like, what are, what are we like actually fighting for? Because it's like, what frustrates me about that topic, people that are on the other side saying that things need to be like smaller and like more niche, mm-hmm. which I respect everyone's opinion, but it's just like, what are we actually doing this for? Are we trying to like bring people together? Mm-hmm. Are we trying to like make noise and show them that we're not just doing this to have a party and like act crazy? Yeah. We're doing this to like bring people together, bring people together, give friends jobs, give people like freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people that like in the past, like not saying any names, but they feel like I feel like they're like they present themselves as like progressive. And I'm not saying that they're not progressive because I feel like a lot of their views are very progressive. But I think that some people need to step back and think like, are my views a little conservative? If I'm, I know that some people want to keep things like small and niche, but it's just like, is that going to like fix the overall problems mm-hmm. that we see in the scene? Yeah, you know, I, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like loud, you gotta be loud and be like, we're we're here. Yeah, you, know? you touched you touched on the topic of bringing people together, and I think that's one of my personally favorite things about throwing these events is. Yeah. Um, we get told time and time again by like the people, the venue owners. They're like, yeah. "What is this crowd like?" Because yeah. you look over and like there is no demographic. There's you know no what I mean? Um, you get people from all over, all different shapes, sizes, and colors, and it's cool. Like everybody is just cool with each other, and everybody's there to have a good time. There's nobody there um, with any bad intentions or bad malice. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, that's why I think, you know, moving into the direction of kind of popularizing it a little more, you know, would be overall beneficial to the community. Because, like, when are you going to see a mix of people that, like, I mean, anybody that has been to the shows can attest to this. But, like, I personally have never seen a mix of people at anywhere that, that has looked like uh, any of the shows that we've thrown. You know what I mean? Philly, there was a time where I feel like Philly was mad clicky. Mm-hmm. Like you would go to like a, like my first introduction to Philly like scene of any music was like through the punk scene, but like when you go to punk shows you just see like people that are like punk. You don't see any like quote unquote normies there. Or you go to like trap shows and you just see people that are like in their trap music. But like like Mo said, the things we're doing we're like we're trying to combine all the crowds together. You know we're trying to like, and it's like I don't know. I just want work, it's, it's working. It's working, and it's like, and it, and I feel bad because some I feel like some people don't agree with it, but I'm like in my head, I'm like, this is what it's about. This mm-hmm. is what Philly is about. This is how Philly is gonna be that next city that's gonna take off is yeah. because we're united. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what you believe in, no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, you know, you can come to our raves, be free, and you're free to experiment and free to like. Don't be in a box, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, you you might you might come to our rave thinking one way, leave and be like, "Yo, I think I I do like you." Yeah, I do like <laughs> hyper pop. I usually just listen to punk music and like and like stuff like that. But I like I think I do like this because you feel the energy. You know, I can definitely say like, out of like everybody here, I'm the newest to Philly. Like I mm. moved here in 2019, and I didn't really like up until. Like, joining the radio, I didn't really find myself, like, in a community. And then I remember just, like, one of my friends showed me one of your raves. And I went there and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, (laughs) another side of Philly. Like, you never see people like this actually in the same place. Because when you see them, I'm like, you can't really go to a bar in Center City and see the same crowd. Because that's not going to happen. Like, everybody's just 
in different corners and especially because like Philly is such a diversity from really every single is. like every single aspect ever so I feel like I'm screaming right now but no no you're but, excited like, <laughs> but definitely like I don't know I've never like coming from Romania I've never seen anything like this yeah, and yeah, yeah. I definitely can say that every single time I go with my friends or like you see familiar faces it's just something that makes you feel more like in touch with what everybody else is doing because like you know maybe you're not very like super close with someone but you see them yeah. and you're like yo yeah. I haven't seen you in such a long <laughs> exactly. time what's up you know and you say it's new to you I'm to be honest it's, it's all this is new to us too mm -hmm. this is stuff that I feel like has never happened yet mm -hmm. so it's like this is a learning process. Mm -hmm. Everything is like every show we have is like a social experiment to see, experiment mm -hmm. to see like is this going to work? Is this not going to work? Can we do this? Can we not do it, this? So it's new to us too. Like even though I've been in Philly my whole life, it's like I feel like I'm right there with you. Like mm -hmm. this is new to me too. Yeah, I was just about to say like how did Philly look? Like what did it look like when you were like I don't know, like 10 years ago in terms of parties or in terms <laughs> of like where bags. you would go out? Everybody was rocking snacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like you said how I was looking, like, what, party-wise back in the day? Yeah, like, where where would you go out? Cool, I'm trying to think. What was 10 years ago? What was today is 2000. Like, like 2012, 2012 2013, 2014. I say 2012. Well, 11, 2011, 2012, 2013, Philly was, like, like I said, it was, like, mad clicky. There was people who was coming up around that time, like, Little Uzi was just coming up. Tierra Wack was coming Meek up. Meek Mill was, like, around Meek that Mill. time, too. Meek Mill was popping off in Philly for a while, but he just started, like, getting like mainstream like looks not to cut you off but like meek mill yeah. did a freestyle here right after he got out of jail he came Are to you KDU and did a freestyle yeah we have Yo, it yeah shout like out meek. that might that like i think the microphone that most speaking on that's the one that meek mill used actually in like 2009 yeah. <laughs> Yo, switch mics with me bro you got the sauce no but that was no but philly was like i mean philly was regular i feel like people were like getting everyone who's like i feel like running shit oh sorry Running mm -hmm. stuff now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone who's like, <laughs> everyone who's running stuff now, <laughs> right now, I feel like was come was coming into their own in 2012 mm -hmm. and 2013. They were like pretty much experimenting. Like, there's a lot of like people going to like, like thrift thrifting was very popular back then. Like, like getting like out of like listening to top forty like. Listening to Top 40 wasn't cool yeah. anymore in 2012. Mm -hmm. But I feel like before that, everyone was listening to, like, everything that was on the radio. But when it got to, like, 2012, 2013, people started, like, branching off and, like, listening to more, like, different music. It was, like, cool to listen to underground music and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I feel like that attitude was starting to become popular. But, yeah. now, but now I feel like we're getting back there. I'm so sorry. I, I, find, like, dude, I, I, I find it interesting that you, like, you, you said that. Philadelphia used to be clicky because I'm personally I'm not from here I'm from I was like raised in uh, in West Detroit so um, when I first moved to Philadelphia in around like 2017 my first impression was that this was like one of the most collaborative cities I've ever seen you know I wasn't really that well traveled at that point but even still to this day um, I feel like the community here is much more collaborative, collaborative than it is competitive. Exactly. Um, and that's something I admire wholly about Philly. Now it's like not cool to be clicky. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more cool to be like more collaborative and yeah. outgoing and like 
combining different elements. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't, like, like that yet. Yeah. I feel like around, like, 2017, 16, it became more, like, of a melting pot. Yeah. And it got to be where it is now. You go to raves and see so many different people. Yeah, like, gatekeeping is corny. Okay, so we have, right now, the next song playing, which is, um, let me see here, Reflection. And you are listening to WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM, Drexel University's free-format free non-commercial radio station. I'm Iguana, and this is Glare for the Brains, and we are going to talk about a lot more. But yeah, right now you're going to hear Reflection. Oh, 
Okay, so we're back on air, and before we start talking to Keenan and Sam here, I have to read a PSA about Black History Month. Since the 1970s, the month of February has been an exceptional period for the black community as we devote 28 days, 29 if we're lucky, to commemorate all things black. Black History Month is celebrated across the United States, Canada, UK, Germany, Netherlands, and from school system to television networks, many organizations recognize the month by building black history into their programming during the month of February. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, this Black History Month is particularly special because we're celebrating our anniversary. We're 110 years young, and we're challenging all of our supporters to celebrate black history a different way each day. These are some ways you can celebrate Black History Month this month. Support a black business, visit a black history or civil rights museum in your local area, donate to a black organization, host a black film marathon, Wear your hair out in its natural form to school, work, or a social event. Trace your family history. Spend time with the black elder in your community. Read a book by a black author. Cook a soul food meal. Sign up to mentor a black child in your community. Attend or host a black culture event in your community. Support a black creative artist, poet, local musician, etc. Register to vote. This has been a PSA message from NAACP and WKDU. So right now we have Sam on as well, who produced this song, correct? That's Nine correct. Tales. Nine Tales. Nine yeah. Tales. So Sam, tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself and what you do and what was your involvement with uh, the album. Oh gee golly gosh. Well <laughs> my, my name is Sam. My producer name is Nine Tails Shadow Wolf. Um, I've been producing for about five years now and involved in like primarily the emo scene around Delaware and Philadelphia for about six years now. Mm-hmm. And um, Mo here is my roommate, so <laughs> I'm very thankful for that because through him I was able to meet Keenan and the other artists, the electronic artists in the scene that, like, I didn't really have an in to, like, the electronic music scene in Philly, and I always wanted to, and uh, I feel right at home. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this song. Like, did you just produce this song or more songs on the album? I'm just, I don't know exactly. I, I, this is a re-glitch of an original demo that Keenan had sent me. We already had the track list figured out for the EP. And then Keenan was like, I feel like we need one more. And then Mo, of course, opened up the treasure chest of the unreleased Keenan from Limbo demos. And then we're like, what about this one? And then Mo even like fully mastered it. And we brought it to the studio and then Keenan was like, I feel like something's missing. And then we're like, Sam, what if you do a re-glitch? Yeah. And so I spent like three straight days in my basement, mm-hmm. like, you know, mixing stuff and like throwing all my random samples and everything in there until I felt I'd create some some new Frankenstein beast. I'm like cheesing right now. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, as he was saying, I'm just like, yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> he's, right, he's right. He's right. Because shout out Kev. We were at Kev's house. I think that's when it first popped off. And yeah. Like, Sam sent me that like re glitch of it. I was I was geeking. I was like, oh my god, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah shout out Sam. Shout also, out Sam. I do remember when I saw Keenan in that basement in North Philly. Mm. I think Sam performed too. <laughs> yeah, that's was, true. Dude. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. It dude. was a it was a very very nice experience. It, I will say that. It was liberating because yeah. I haven't performed like live on stage in like yeah. years and. Yeah. I sent Keenan like a song of mine that I hadn't released yeah. like 30 minutes before he went on because he uh, he was like texted to me yeah. and then he like listened to the first 10 seconds through his phone speakers and was like yo you want to play this and I was like 
Yeah, you're and right. then I did. You're like, of course. And then <laughs> it was so funny because it was like, <laughs> Dude, nobody was expecting uh, any yeah. of it. They're like, who the, who the heck is this kid? I was like, Sam, come out here, <laughs> and you killed it. Like, you killed it. I, yeah, you were amazing, yeah, Sam. Yeah, Thank of you. Of course, I was like nervous. Cause I was like, I hope like, but I didn't know. I don't think I even knew at the time that you like were in bands and stuff. So you're like, you you weren't nervous at all. And I was Dude. like, I didn't know that you were like already <laughs> used to like, cause to me that's new. So I was like thinking like how I feel. I was like, oh my god, I hope he's not nervous like me. Dude, I was very nervous, you, but I, I didn't know. I had all this energy stored up for the yeah. past several years, and I, I let it all out. You showed up. So I want to ask now because we talked a little bit about the like we talked a little bit about the past. We talked a little bit about the present, mm. and right now, like I want to ask you a little bit about the future. So what I really like about this project is that like you didn't necessarily market it as just like a musician thing. Like it's a whole artist, like with the cover art, with the smiley face. Mm. Like, shout out to the... Who made the cover art? Taylor Freeman. Yeah, Come shout on. out to the... Like, <laughs> it's so sick. If you go on, like, Keenan from Limbo on Instagram, you can see the cover art is very, very nice. And it's, like, a super, just, like, futuristic looking. Just... Yeah. How would you describe it, the cover? Like, what was your idea behind it? Honestly, okay, I sent... So, I hopped back on Tumblr. Because, like, I... I I need, like, Tumblr was, like, really popular. I, like, I get, like, a lot of, like, 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 inspiration from, like, the stuff I see on Tumblr. So, recently, I was like, yeah, let me get Tumblr back. I need some, like, inspiration for just, like, visions and stuff like that. And I found, like, an old picture of, like, I think IBM, like, the IBM, like, tree or whatever. That was, like, it was, like, a hologram glitch or something. And, like, Taylor, Taylor, you've been working for a little bit. We have, like, some things that's coming up in the future I can't talk about right now, but we're working on some things. And I, sh I showed Taylor, like, the original album art, was which was, like, a ticket. It was, like, really, really plain or whatever. And I sent it to Taylor, and Taylor was like, yo, like, you should hit, you should hit me up. I'll, I want to do your album art. So mm -hmm. I sent him, like, a sample picture, and he just, like, went off and, like, did his own thing and, like, came up with, like, this crazy, like, album art. And he's amazing. He he works in um I forget what it's called. He works in what's the three D Blender? Blender. He works in Blender and he like kills it. He's been doing like music videos with like uh visuals by Luke and uh D B Mars and he's just been killing it in the scene. So I'm I'm happy that he's on my side and loves me and I love him. He's super cool, super cool guy. Shout out to everybody who helped yeah. with this project all together and with the like I'm very happy you came here to yeah. play unreleased music. It makes me very, like, excited yeah. that people tune in. Because I really, like, even with Teth, like, Teth here last yeah. week, he came and played, like, an hour and 30 minutes of originals produced by yeah. him. So that's why I really just, like, with the rave stuff and because I've been going to all of them, like, I really want people here, too, to, like, yeah. actually talk about it and to have people, like, listen to them talk because you know you know a face like you know the dj from the rave or you know like yeah. the person that's going i don't know like to sing at an event but you don't actually know like their whole story behind exactly. it and what happened and everything so i'm really like thank you so much for coming no like thank, thank, thank you everybody you who having, came thank you for yeah. having me like this is a pleasure i would like to come back again and if you if you want if you want to have anyone on, I can definitely hit someone up or like anyone, especially if you're trying people in the rave scene. Yes, up. like yeah. most definitely most I have in. I have this what? I said most tapped in, so Yeah, yeah. most tapped in Mo can tell me like all his connections. Mm -hmm. But um 
Yeah. So what would you say are your upcoming plans in terms of like your music or you as an artist? Like I know you have a few events coming up. So tell us about that. So, well, immediately like future, like what's coming up. We have a we have a rave tomorrow. It's called Electric Lust. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, find out the Addy. So, yeah, just if you're cool, like, just make sure you're ready to like, be free. Like, there's no homophobia, there's no transphobia, there's no racism, there's no, uh, there's no ableist. Like, you gotta come and expect to like be free. Don't, no judgment free, judgment free zone. But, uh, you can come tomorrow. We're doing a rave. Um, and on set, that's set, that's Friday. On Saturday, I'm also doing an event with uh, Poundside Pop. I'm helping uh, throw an event with him. And uh, DB Mars is also throwing an event tomorrow. That's what's happening immediately. But in the future with my music, uh, I don't know. I'm, I have a lot of I have a lot more songs in the tuck that I haven't put out. And I've talked to Sam and Mo, and I'm like, I'm ready to just like re, pretty much dig up songs from the past reproduce them and like put them out and also have a lot of new songs that i want to put out so i think for the rest of this year i'm ready to go crazy and just drop a lot of music and and tell us about yeah. that event on the 18th that you were, 18th? you were talking about okay so 215 fashion mag has invited me to um do an event on the 18th and perform and i'm super hyped because that's like right before the project drops so i'm excited there's gonna be a lot of people performing there if I'm not wrong, I think Miles Ramon's going to be there. It's going to be like... Teth, t- Teth is, Teth Teth is going to be, be there, there yeah. Teth is... Shout out Teth. Shout out Teth. Shout out Cooley. Shout out all of R1. Those like my dogs, bro. Like, when we were coming up doing this, like, rave stuff, they were, like, right there with us. We, like, put them on shows, and they, like, helped me out. Had had me and uh, me and Mo on stage with... Uh, with a uh, TJX six yeah. and thousand band funny like they looked really? out a lot for us. Remember that? That's crazy. They had us. They like looked out a lot for us, and we've done the same for them. Like I look at them like they're some of the realest people in the scene right now. There's a lot of people who was real, but they're some of the realest, and they kept they kept doing. It. And I'm happy to see them now and like progressing and like I feel like they're finding their lane right now. Like, we for sure, you we know? love our one of the radio yeah. like me and Frequency. We love yeah. them and our one is uh, super cool. Yeah, tomorrow, like from other people from the raves, tomorrow Frequency is going to have Soup on. So soup. if you want to tune shout in for that. Soup. Oh, my God. I forgot about Soup. Shout out Soup and shout out Maggles, too. Mm-hmm. Like, She's going to be here, too, both uh, of them. For sure. They're super cool. I love them, too. Actually, that rave that we did, uh, the first rave of the summer, uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, the, uh, where, where the Wild, wild Things are. are. Um, soup, soup was like one of the main DJs there, like helping out, set up sound and stuff like that. Soup was right there. Yeah, shout out Soup, shout out R1. They're like yeah. some of the most sincere people I've met um, yeah. in the Philadelphia scene, for in the sure. music scene, for sure. It's yeah. so, it's just like so much love because yeah. when Teth was here last week, he was like, shout out Kina, shout out Carla, shout it. out Mo. I was like, I yo. Was like, I, I got like goosebumps. I got like goosebumps now. Like this, like, I don't know, I just like like seeing my homies like, like do good you know I, I love seeing everyone like just come together and like just like show out for one another mm-hmm. it's amazing it's special you know i love y'all mm-hmm. shout out mo and sam again shout out you Guana. I oh my god oh shout my out god. everybody we love everybody I'm that like glitching right now <laughs> 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 but um 
I have here a question that, like, I don't know if you've necessarily answered, but, like, where do you think this is going? Like, do you think you're trying to move away from, like, just necessarily throwing raves and just focus on music? Or where do you think the rave stuff is going? Or where do you think, like, your art in general is going? Or do you are just going, like, day by day? Well, I'm going to be going to the Metaverse next year. <laughs> <laughs> so Metaverse tour. Find me, find me there. So, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> to be honest, so, Teth last week was like, find us a metaverse. We're all there. I'm joking, but I'm not joking, Loki. <laughs> but I'm kind of joking. Yeah. Sam's so mad. <laughs> Sam's so mad. Dude. Sam's like, no, you're not. You're playing the metaverse. I'm leaving. Yeah. No. yeah. Then, <laughs> we're um, minting all the songs as NFTs. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. We're not. Yeah. This is this the crypto NFT talk. Yeah. We're trying to be chill about Dude. it in the radio. Keenan coin. It. Yeah, Keenan coin. To the moon. Limbo coin. <laughs> no, but um, uh, in the future, I've I want to keep making music, but I want to get to a point eventually that I'm like writing music for people, collaborating, and doing more behind the scene behind the scenes work because I feel like I can do more behind the scenes than I can do on the forefront. Like right now, I want I like being in the forefront, like putting music out, and having people see like my like art and stuff like that. But eventually, I want to be in the background and I want to make things happen. And this and behind the scenes with my friends because that's like what it's about, you know. It's not about like me flexing or anything. It's about yeah. me like putting in like work to like make bigger things than me happen. If that makes sense. And um, yeah. yeah and I want to, and for the raves and the shows, I want to become more immersive. Like this, mm -hmm. this rave tomorrow is about to be crazy. Like we have like games and everything set up, and it's it's gonna be super immersive. But the IDs that we have, I know we're gonna go crazy. So. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, Mo, too, because, like, if we're talking about the Philly scene, like, where do you see, and because you were heavily involved in Kenan's project, like, where do you see his art going from your perspective, and where do you see, like, the Philly scene going as well? Um, In terms of Kenan's music, only up, I mean, uh, yeah, like I said stuck. before, uh, the, the music speaks for itself. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that um, it's only going to get more and more traction, as, you know, we push it and promote it and market it um and in terms of uh, the, the philly scene um i don't i don't see like there's so much potential energy right now within the city like i i um i like to equate it a lot to the harlem renaissance mm. um i feel like that's happening in philly right now i feel like there's an artistic renaissance happening in philadelphia and if you want to be an artist if you all are an artist of any kind i feel like this is the place to be um, and it's only going up from here. Yeah. yeah, I know how Mo keeps saying that, like, all the trends in, like, Europe, they're, like, they know about Philly and everything, and I hear him talk about that all the time, so yeah. I just, like, thought it's very interesting, and I do think that Philly is very influential in a lot of ways with, like, the sound, the music. Like, there's so much good art here. I remember I was in an Uber one time with this guy, and he was like, I just, I just can't live Philly because, it, like, it has too much art like i just can't leave it that's how i feel too you know yeah and uh one of my last questions just to like wrap it up and then if you have anything like you want to say definitely do it or like if any of you want to introduce any topic to discuss but who would you like to collaborate with Ooh. immediately i want to collaborate with igloo ghost igloo yes. ghost hit me up we're going to igloo ghost show on the 13th yo igloo yeah. ghost hit me up um, I work with I'm gonna work your flash drive with your yeah. demos on stage. I, want, I actually it. really do want to do that. Igloo Ghost, we have a lay disc. Yeah, we, we got a lay disc. I want to work with Igloo Ghost for sure. 
But um, people like locally in the city, like I want to work with Benny X. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I like the music he's doing with Yeet right now. Yo, he's killing it with Yeet, and I had the privilege to meet him and um talk to him a little bit on uh Instagram, and he's a super cool cat. Um, I want to work with Benny X. I want to work with uh, I would love to work with Blade. Of course, I want to work with Blade. <laughs> That's like my one of my idols. We love draining yeah, here, too. I love too. draining. I'm a low-key a drainer. I'm not even going to lie. Same. I'm a drainer, but I'm no trying shame. to, like, yeah, um, with Blade. Um, I want to work with everyone. I want to work with Sam. Sam's my homie. I want to work with Sam. Likewise. Where, yeah. I want to work with, like, a lot of people, but that was some of the people, like, right on the, the forefront of me. Um, I'll work with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you guys see Keenan collaborating with? I'm very curious. Like Sam, Mo. I personally like to me, like everything like Echo 2K. If you Yo, or or like or like you know Ives Tumor, right? Like the uh, yeah, whole yeah, rock, yeah, but yeah. if it would be like Ives Tumor instrumentals and yeah, like yeah. Keenan from Limbo Vocals. Ooh. I need uh I need that would a... be cra- sorry, I'll just kiss the mic hard as shit. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> like, no, that would be crazy. Me personally, I need uh I need a Keenan from Limbo Fleetwood Mac collaboration. Yo, I would oh, love whoa, that. that would be would kinda crazy. That would go Mac. hard. OGs working with like some OGs would be amazing. Dude, my yeah. dad used to be in a band yeah. with a singer for Iron Maiden. We can hook you up. Yo. Oh my god! Yeah, are you, are you Sam, dead serious. Sam yeah. just texted me. Sa- Sam, our prod director, was like yeah, Neil Young collab. You know, Neil just Young. Neil Young with Keenan from Limbo. Yo, Neil Young X Keenan from Limbo. Neil uh, Keenan from Limbo X Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yo, that would X be Bla- That X would be Blade. like the most genre bending oh thing. You know how yeah. right now there's like yeah. a trillion genres. You would yeah. be like. Just genre bending and just combining everything. Dude. That's like honestly my goal. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I have so so much music that's not just hyper pop. Like me and my partner wrote like a, um, a country song on our way back from Tennessee. Like I wrote like so many different type of genres, but I just want to like be able to put everything out. You know? But wait, what are you saying? Yeah, I yeah. I could see you like collaborating even with like like screamo bands and stuff. That no, like, same. Yeah, like, like very, like, very loud Like, stuff. um, yeah. what is it? Like West Coast, like modern screamo, like scrams type I'm stuff. With I'm with I'm, yeah. I'm with, honestly, anything. Whoever wants to work with me, I'm down. Like, whoever's like, uh, anything. Like, I'm down to work in any genre. I was listening to, I was listening to, before I came here, I was listening to um, um, George Strait. <laughs> like, George Strait <laughs> was kind of fire this morning. Yeah. You know who's an artist I've been listening to like the past few days, and I feel like your your vocals with Loki really hit on this. Yeah. His name is uh, Moa Lola. Moa I don't know Lola? if you've heard of Moa Lola. No. That is fire. I'm gonna show That's you after. Tough. It's very, very, put very, on, very nice. On. But I feel like personally, me listen like we have listened to a lot of like unreleased stuff today. But I feel like your vocals just really do fit on everything like you really could yeah. do a lot of stuff with it because keenan's very talented sam is very talented mo here's very talented we have like a very talented crew Appreciate it. but it was a pleasure to talk to you guys today yeah, it was a pleasure likewise to and thank you very much thank you it was amazing yeah i really liked it i'm definitely like if you ever want to do you know a live performance i can definitely have you on soon let's do it let's set it up yes right let's now. set it up we're doing it i'm i'm definitely down to do it <laughs> yes let's do a live performance are we down mr manager yes yeah of course we are of what course kind of we are yes of course so 
Yeah, um, thank you so much for tuning in today. This was Keenan from Limbo with Mo Witcher, with Sam, and with Iguana. What do you want to say? Go on. Shout out to DJ Iguana. Thank you for having DJ. us on. Yeah, shout out to me and listen to Glitter for the Brains every week. I'm really excited. I'm planning to have a lot more guests from like the same scene that we've been talking about because I really like, I'm very thankful to have moved to Philly and like discover so many talented people around me. And the last song we have for today is In the 80s. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. This is WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM, Drexel University's free format, non-commercial radio station. This was DJ Iguana. And tune in next week, Thursday, 12 to 2. And tune in tomorrow for Dog Days Radio with Frequency with Soup and Maggie. Maggles. Maggles. Sorry for that. But shout out for Shadow Maggles. This is the last song we have for today in the 80s. Enjoy.